0: Welcome back to Hotline Monday for August Fourteenth, Twenty Seventeen. I'm Scott Johnson with Justin Robert Young. Hello, Justin. Yo, what's up, fam? Oh, I like that. I feel I don't know street worthy now that you've done it. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, we're back and we're doing it. It's uh, we didn't have last week. So I was busy and I had an eye surgery thing uh, the next day, and it was just crazy town. But uh, everything's fine now. Uh, we're back. And uh, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones today. Game of Thrones, Justin. Game of Thrones.
1: That's it, man. We're going to talk all about those games, all those thrones. Really, the last two episodes because we didn't do an episode last week. So, uh, so any 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 thoughts on those? Uh, we are going to spoil them. We're going to spoil these. Uh, we're going to spoil these thrones. So, yeah. uh, 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 heads up. If you want to call in, you want to talk, you want to listen, just so you know, we're going to talk about this episode that aired last week and the one that aired
0: last night. Yeah, we're going to get our dick on, if you know what I'm saying. You know, do you get what I'm saying there? The guy's name? Uh, uh,
1: That was such a great broad moment. (laughs)
0: Uh, We're just like, really? dick on. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, So, all right. Before we do any of that, I guess spoilers out of the way. Uh, do you have anything you want to pimp before we do it? Because I know when we get into that, it's kind of hard to turn back. Uh
1: you want to know what here? Uh, it would be good to plug it here for the first time. Uh, I've, I've kind of not made a big deal about it because we had the Kickstarter, and I want to give a big push for it on its own. But the brand-new sticker pack that you can buy right now on stickers or DIAF are all drawn by my co-host on this show, Scott oh. Johnson. Oh
0: my gosh, yes, those are still a thing. You can get those. You should get those uh and stick uh, stick them on yeah. things. Yeah. I agree.
1: So yeah, they they're, they're still a thing because for you they you, you did them forever ago, but we haven't really made a big deal about them uh and and we're going to start doing it. So uh right now the $5 sticker pack has uh all Scott uh illustrated stickers and uh if you get the $20 pack, you also get our meme set. So uh it is uh super fun as well as a Jury buys you a drink token, which I took a bath on at, at Dirtacular, uh, and, uh, and and a, an original Ruinum wine label, yeah. which uh, those only
0: last for as long as they. I have them. Once they're gone, they's gone. Well, between N17 and DragonCon, you're going to go broke. You're going to have any money left with these token things you did.
1: It's all a weird Ponzi scheme, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that people have, uh, have taken you up on it and that you've been so kind-hearted to get them all drunk. So that's your plan. Go get them. Get them today. They're great. Uh, You know, limited to some degree. You're not going to be able to get them forever. So get on it. Uh, I don't think I have anything. Oh, yeah, no. I'm starting a new uh, gaming-only stream every day at 4 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. So if you want to be there for that right after this show, in fact, it'll kick off for today. And we'll be here every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, with various things on the weekends. But that's the locked-in schedule for Frog Pants Gaming. So check that out. Right here at frogpants.tv. What 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 are you playing today? I don't know. I'm trying to decide. So there was supposed to be, um, I was supposed to spend some time with the updated No Man's Sky to kind of look and see what that's all about. Supposedly it's an actual game now. So I was going to fire that up. But uh, just got word, and I'd forgotten today was the day, but Blizzard released StarCraft uh, Remastered, the original StarCraft Remastered, their 4K thing for like 15 bones. I think I might download that and give that a whirl and just kind of see what's up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Itch that nostalgia. I got some itchy mis- nostalgia uh, mole for that game. I played the hell out of it. In 98 it was a huge thing in my life. And uh, I, I wouldn't say primarily responsible, but a good deal of responsibility belongs uh, on that game's shoulders for my now, pff, I don't know how many year love affair I've had with Blizzard. So, it means something to me in that regard. So we'll see. Uh, I kind of want to see how that thing turned out, how it looks, uh, how it plays. So we'll, I think I'll probably take a look at that today. So we'll spend, well, in fact, I'll spend 15 bucks and do it right in front of them.
1: Twitch.tv slash frogpants, which is uh, if you're watching this uh, right now, that's where you are. That's how you're but getting if it. You're not, if you're just listening, then yeah. go ahead and get on then. Because those are going to be awesome gaming streams.
0: Yeah, and come watch us do this show live every Monday at 3 p.m. Mountain and at the same place. Okay, here's this dumb thing I'm required to play. I freaking hate it. Here it is. Watch the throne. Watch, here's the theme song. (laughs) One song, one song only. (laughs) Uh, It's freaking painful, dude. It's hard for me to hear it Uh, without... I just
1: love it because it happened organically. (laughs) It's just the perfect... (laughs) <laughs> like we were both playing different things, it uh, has both of our na- our voices on it.
0: Yeah, it's great. One of us is cutting the other one out, so it kind of sounds yeah, broken. Skype
1: is ducking in and out. It's just it's just a beautiful gem. It's garbage it's poo. It's just a naturally occurring obelisk.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, so if you want to join the conversation today, join us at frogpants.com/discord. It's free to get in there, and you just hop into the call waiting room voice channel. Simple as that. Drag you over. We talk to you. And I'll do it at random, so there's no real order. Just hop in there. All right. Let's talk about the last two weeks of Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. You know, the one thing we haven't talked about on the show, and maybe it's the wrong show for it, but these uh, showrunners are off to do their next thing after this with their little show called Confederate, which has caused no small stir. In, uh, we did talk about Did we, we talk we? about it on didn't here? We about this? Maybe we did it on, uh, did we do it on a Tuesday, Maybe. Doing it? Oh, is it TMS or might've, was it here? Might have been. I don't remember if we did it here. I've got. It's I don't all, know. It's At all some point,
1: we talked about it because I gave you a couple options on on how it would be different. Like I oh. remember a- asking you whether or not it would be better if aliens showed up or if it were like three thousand <laughs> years from now as opposed to like now.
0: Yeah. No, totally. You're right. You're right about this. We have talked about it. I just don't remember where. The point is that those guys uh, still have, you know, a little job to finish called Game of Thrones season uh, half season seven, whatever they're calling it. And uh, we've been gone for two weeks. So we missed talking about, I don't know, maybe the most action oriented one of the season so far, which was the not this last night, but the week before last night. And that was the oh, what's the name of it? The Queen's ju- no, hold on. Queen's
1: uh, Justice, I think, was was
0: uh, last week. You're right. I have to look it up. This is very. I'm very ill prepared on this. Anyway, oh, here we go. Game of Thrones, Queen's Justice. Uh, that may have been the one right before. Okay, that was. Uh, yeah, that was the week before that. Uh, that that was the week where where uh, Sam healed. What's his name? And then the one last week on the app where I watch it, because I watch it on HBO Go or HBO Now, whatever it is, they didn't have a title. It just said Game of Thrones 42. That's all it said. So so I don't know what actual episode it was. I guess that was episode four, uh, which I should be able to find right here. Here we go. It was called The Spoils of War. All right. So this featured a lot of talky talk stuff. Great. Whatever. We can talk about some of that, too. But the big point about that episode was the final, I don't know, 10 minutes, whatever it was, uh, where they had a little battle along a river, and uh, a whole bunch of uh, whole bunch of Lannister uh, troops got destroyed and wasted by a dragon, and uh, we just about lost a, a couple of principal characters, or at least it seemed like we might, and uh, things got real crazy real quick, and it seems like they spent their whole effects budget in one episode. I don't know where we want to start with that one, but... I'd like to know where your head's at on the spoils of war and what did you think? It's currently, and by the way, enjoying a 9.9 on IMDb. So people seem to have liked
2: it.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that this season has been fantastic. If a little bit jarring at how fast it's gone compared to the rest of the series, uh, for, for a show that wrapped entire seasons around the idea that we're going to go from Winterfell to King's Landing. And that means that their entire season is going to be an on the road movie. Mm. Uh, There has certainly been a lot of uh, condensation of uh, 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 "Hey, we got to go fight them." Okay, we're there. (laughs) All right, and then we're gonna come back. We're back. Like, uh, yeah, they definitely went from (laughs) Dragonstone, which is a fairly southern, a southerly point, to back to uh, Eastwatch by the sea uh, very, very quickly. Uh, you know, dipped off to uh, King's Landing. I mean, Davos, did Davos go? Davos went from Dragonstone to King's Landing, back to Dragonstone, up to Eastwatch in one episode. In one episode, is, yeah.
0: In a tiny, mind you, in a, in a tiny little skiff, like a shitty little boat, too. It wasn't like some giant boat off the shore. It was a little tiny dumb boat.
2: Well, well we, don't,
1: we don't know whether or not, I mean, you would have to take the tiny little boat up to shore, right? We don't know exactly what he was sailing in
0: yeah that's a good point, I guess uh, it, it never was clear to me. It always felt like never. they were hopping in the little boat little uber boat and- long story short,
1: all that's what it is uh uh the the They do not have time to have people on the road we we w- We would not get the story finished if they went at the pace they were going before so although it is jarring to me, I will say, I certainly understand, and I would rather them tell the story as completely as possible, even if that means sacrificing some of those character moments that we got that I think really bound us to these characters. It was a lot of that, you know, Arya and the Hound on the road where you started to see this weird enemy-to-enemy enemy vibe. Never really go away, but morph a little bit. You saw a little bit of uh, the, the Hound being a father figure to her and, and and caring for her, despite the fact that he knew he had to kind of put up these walls. And ultimately... Giving the only thing he knew would ultimately make her happy by saying, "Look, I'm on your list. Kill me. Mm. Like you, you can. I, I'm giving this gift to you. I hope that you do it." And like insulting her to the point where she would, almost in this weird, bizarre kind of fatherly way. We don't have those in this season, which is fine. Because mm-hmm. again, lot to get through. We got to rock and roll here. <laughs> we're, we're we're turning and burning.
0: Yeah, but- they have. I mean, they they have some punctuated. Character moments like that. But yeah, for the most part, everything has to be sped up. Um, maybe they've earned it because they spent a lot of time in previous seasons really fleshing out these these characters and their relationships. And in doing so, they earned a little bit of leeway on on cranking up the speed a bit toward the end. Um, but it is the only complaint I've heard. Some people I mean, some people really like this pace and wish the entire show had this pace, but some people are a little concerned that it's starting to feel like a kind of an arcade ending to things a little bit. Like you're not kind of, you're missing some of the depth. You're getting really great frosting, but maybe a mediocre cake. I don't know if I buy into that exactly. I just think we're getting, it's resolution time. So we're getting a lot of resolution and it, and it may feel like a show, a show. And quite frankly, a series of books that is famous for keeping you on the hook about any resolutions forever. Like it's it to a fault. It doesn't give you any resolution most of the time to finally be giving us those. Might just be feeling weird to people because they're not used to it, and you know there are people in this episode, like this most recent episode, where you're like, "All right, you're the good people." Finally, there's good people, and finally they're actually kind of working together for common yeah. good. That hasn't happened in seven seasons. Uh, you 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 love it, love hated people. Everybody Wait was Jamie.
1: Or, who are the good people?
0: Well, for me, it's if you're if we're talking about kind of black and white good people, um. The uh, who? uh Sorry, Daenerys and Jon Snow are, are the, the
1: person who who burned a father and son alive in front of everybody. Those no. are that's the good. That's the good people. They are,
0: but but eh, hmm. uh, this, The one,
1: the one who, the one who was asked to please just throw them in jail for a little bit because here's my criticism of that. To just light them on fire in front of people when your entire family's lineage has been sullied by the fact that your father liked to light people on fire publicly. <laughs>
0: I understand that, but hold on. He's the
1: good guy. She's the good guy. I'm
0: going to say that this is more complicated than that. What are her? I mean, obviously, we are supposed to be be Tyrion's eyes during this. Going. Got it.
1: There's violence on many sides.
0: No, hold on. Not that. I'm definitely not saying that. Okay, I am saying, yeah, what I'm saying. What I'm saying within this fiction is, she has some choices to make. Uh, she's choosing a particular path that is, um, yeah, the optics aren't great. That is indistinguishable from the
1: kind of behavior that got her father labeled as the Mad King and overthrew their entire family dynasty.
0: Right, except every, every leader in that world, anybody who's ever sat upon the, the, that throne or any other throne got there through pretty vicious bloodshed, including Jon Snow, who had to fight through a 1,000 people to take back his rightful home. Now you could say, well, sure. that 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 somehow makes it more uh, more okay or more of a righteous endeavor because it, it was, you know, he he was the right flair to the place. But I don't know; it's a little semanticy, don't you think? I mean, she's made an example of the dude, Grandpa Tarly, certifiable dick. All right, big time, that guy. Total. I mean,
1: he's an ass. He's certainly an ass, but like he seemed fairly moral aside from like, obviously we love his son. We have a relationship as viewers to his son. Yeah. And uh, he hates and he him. is addicted with son mm-hmm. because he didn't match his, uh, his definition of masculinity. But by and large, he seemed like when in the big picture, he was a fairly moral and, and upstanding guy.
0: Um, sure. I mean, how he aligned themselves, himself, himself. To the Lannisters, I think is suspect. Uh, I mean, we don't his, his
1: his the fealty
0: that he owed defected to another foreign power. <laughs> like, what is he supposed to do? I realize he's in a bit of a pinch, and I do not blame Dick on it at all. Like, I like that guy. He's he seems like an okay older brother, uh, and a and a reliable son, and a and a you know forthright dude trying to do the right thing in the moment. Like all of that's true, but her options are make an example of these two will not bend the knee uh, and have everybody else there, the entirety of the of the surviving contingent of Lannisters bend the knee and join the join the fight, or just lay waste to everybody, which is more like something her dad would do. I realize it's a skinny line. I get it. But that's the so, point. So when,
1: so, when, so when John Snow didn't bend the knee, that's why she lit him on fire.
0: <laughs> all right, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, sure, whatever. Like, we're they're supposed to be villainous, and no, so we. No, feel- I mean, listen,
1: I'm, all, I'm only I'm only drilling you on this because like there's supposed to be moral ambiguity, and that's the only uh, uh, difference that I would take in your opinion is that I don't think that we have straight lines on what is good and what is bad. Obviously, listen, Cersei's a sociopath, and, and that is something that has been drilled into us over and over and over again. Right. Uh, a, a little finger can't be trusted. That's something that's been drilled into us again and again and again and again. But by and large, almost everybody else is shades of gray. Yeah, uh, You I know, agree. would not be surprised if Daenerys took a more deranged role, you know, as as she is pressed further and further. I mean, remember, the ending of that last episode comes after she is effectively defeated twice that in this battle, which on any kind of ledger would show her to be the overwhelming favorite to the point where all she would really need to do is knock on the door of King's landing. And as soon as somebody shot an arrow at her, drop three dragons, light the entire place on fire and then say, okay, put the fire out uh, people that I now rule. Cause I'm going to move in. Yeah. That would pretty much be it. And yet while she tries to kind of very thinly slice the onion, she is now outwitted twice by Cersei and Jamie. Uh because Tyrion is the one making the plans and they are outsmarting Tyrion. And so yeah. she takes matters into her own hands. Her own hands are brutal. And she does she lays waste to the point where Tyrion seems almost uncomfortable walking through that ashen field and seeing all the charred corpses and just all the intense destruction. That was wrought by one dragon. Yeah. Uh, let alone the fact that she, you know, gives this joint, this this cake or death, uh, uh you know, uh, choice to everybody. And instead of saying, hey, look, you are a lord who is put in a tough spot. You made your choice. It's very clear now which way the wind's blowing. So we are going to take you prisoner and we are going to let you think about this before we go because mercy is something that we know mercy Mm -hmm. beyond fealty is something that i know to those that are strategically important everybody else can get burnt (laughs) you know (laughs) uh but for you guys or at least the son to say listen your your old man you want to know what he lived a good life if he wants to die like this i'm not going to begrudge him the way he wants to die but you're a young man who can see through uh, uh, the world in in a in a good way? It's a changing it's a changing landscape, and I want to give you an opportunity to change with it. That would not be beyond her her worldview, as we've seen it. And yet she decides. No, listen, we are the uh, not effing around crew. And congratulations, you you just got Drakaris, bro.
0: Yeah, no, I get it, and I and I question whether her decisions to do that are good or not. I do think that. Um, I think she's a far she's far flung from her mad king father, her mad king father, literally insane and wanted everyone just to die to watch the world burn and die. Like he had he had some jacked up stuff going on. She is like, I need to do this from effect. She used the word position of power. And so she's she's using some of that to do that, to to. And, and whether that hurts her or helps her in the long run is still a question. And I think probably will end up hurting her more than it would help her. But you have to admit, Jon Snow is still pretty true north, and I don't mean north where he's from. I mean that guy is your good guy in this in this story. He is yes. he is the least amount of gray. He has the least amount of moral ambiguity. That guy wants to help his people. He's willing to put himself at risk to do that, and really no other no other like motivations for crown or glory or any of that stuff bars his way the way it does almost to everyone else. And then they're they're sort of implying at the very least, that Sansa may have some of those ideas in her head and that her sister is suspicious of that. E- even, even in those cases, he's still the Stark with the most clear-eyed, honest take. True good, in my opinion. Nobody else. Who else? Sure.
1: Is there? No, no, no. I, I, would, I would agree with that. I think that, that he has always, uh, to his own detriment, to the point where he's gotten himself killed. And that is, that is the dramatic tension of this entire series, is that the last person that we saw like that was Ned. Mm. Uh, And Ned got killed. So we keep waiting for John to continue to do what's right to the point where he gets his head chopped off. Now, meanwhile, we find out two things in this episode. Number one, despite the fact that uh, Daenerys did light those two people on fire, they are now closer and easier to having House Tarly as their banner uh, as their bannermen Because guess who's runs House Tarly
0: now? Yeah, guess who's in charge? The only heir left. And he doesn't doesn't even know it yet. Like, he's still... He does not know it, because
1: they didn't tell him, so that's probably the explanation on why he's not going to go right home.
0: Yeah, the cell Uh, cell coverage in Westeros is shit, by the way. It's terrible. Nobody can let anyone know anything that's going on. Seven seasons in, and Jon Snow just finds out that his brother's still alive and is the three-eyed crow. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: Yeah. three-eyed raven, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then meanwhile... Uh, you have the the accidental revelation where uh, Gilly, reading through, uh, you know, just doing her readings, is pestering Sam with the most important information that we have heard so far, <laughs> which is that in fact Prince Rhaegar got annulled his marriage. And got remarried. We do not know who to. However, we can assume it is Lyanna Stark. Mm. Meaning that Jon Snow is, through legal marriage, the heir to Rhaegar Targaryen, which means he has a better claim to the throne
0: than Daenerys. Yeah, and they they not only did that, but they also had this fun... I really liked the moment with the dragon. I liked this, like... uh this idea that has been pounded into us over time that the dragons uh, follow the Targaryens. They don't trust anything else. They don't trust anyone else. They just know intuitively when they're dealing with Targaryen blood of some kind. And, and based on the events of last season and the whispering uh, between Ned and the girl and uh, who Jon Snow might really be and all that, then they have this moment where the dragon itself is becoming docile and... Making a connection with Jon Snow, I thought that was and really great. I freaking love. Right until thing.
1: Sir Jorah Cockblock shows up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a guy who, that's a guy who was a stone man for only a hot second, and now he's got I super know. travel. Yeah, but, but yeah. like
1: Daenerys and Jon are having this moment over the dragon, and meanwhile, Jorah walks up like, "Hey, babe, I'm back from my my semester abroad." <laughs> He's going to die though.
0: Cool, right? He's going to die in the north. He's going to sacrifice himself up wherever whatever they're doing up there, he's not going to make it. You watch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Going to die know. like his dad. So, uh speaking of which, so now we have like full-on Fellowship of the Ring going on. Uh where yeah. a bu- a very a bunch of very unlikely companions have found themselves together uh for various reasons and they're all going to embark northward and get try to bring back with them Either a living or whatever an undead is, a living undead, uh, or some sort of proof that this this army is there, that they're coming, and uh, present that somehow to Cersei, and all of that, all of that seems like a very long, complicated process. And when I realize we're at episode five of this thing, how the hell are they going to get through that? You know what I'm saying? Timing-wise. How are they
1: going to get an undead person how, back? How,
0: yeah. How are yeah. they going? How- but how are they going to do it? In what? In, in what is what? 7 se- seven episodes of the show left or something total like it's a. Oh, whole I think it
1: happens I think it happens this season. Man. I think it probably happens in the next
0: two episodes. It have to. And that's my point. That's really sped up. Like remember how yeah. much time John spent up in the north before before he was king, before any of that, he was just up there as a night's watchman and and uh Mormont's dad was still alive and all that stuff. That took a season to do. They're not going to do that here. They're going to whip it up like you say in a couple episodes i'm a little concerned about that because i want that to be super epic there's a guy with a flaming sword who can bring or can come back to life and has his own god that'll do that for him there's a guy who's just a big brutish dude with a sword with a, half his face burned off like it's a D crew kind of yeah like they're all different classes different types uh one of them yep. can wield a hammer like I really want that to be rad and and well thought out. I'm a little worried they just I did, sp- I
1: did I did really, really enjoy the the, the Muppet Babies reunion of, of Robert Baratheon and
0: uh Ned Stark. That was great.
1: <laughs> it was very, very saved by the bell, the new class.
0: The Muppet Babies. Well, I mean, look, where's he been for three seasons? Nowhere. Right? Gendry? Yeah. yeah. He's been making Well barely
1: back in back in Flea Bottom. Yeah. And
0: uh and,
1: and uh, yeah, Davos rolls up, and he's like, I have a quest. I'm gone. Yeah, whatever. I'm abandoning my life. I don't care. Bye. Let's go. Let's hustle it up. Like, what you, you mean to murder? I'll murder. I, I can murder somebody right now. These guys? I'll murder both of them. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Not a big deal. Let's get out of here.
0: Yeah, it was total Han Solo, this is a boring conversation anyway moment when he knocked those two guys out. It was like. Uh, you know, I've had it. No more giving them gold.
1: Yeah, no. Knock those two guys out is 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 the is the nicest way of saying <laughs> crush their skulls with a hammer. That's <laughs> a murder.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I'm still not sure why he matters in this. Like, is it just to just to have the facsimile of the Robert Ned combo? But they're and they're both bastards. And here's because a cool symbolism he and all that.
1: is the closest to the actual Baratheon line. Yeah. So understand this. That right now, what you would need to have, kind of in terms of the paperwork of Daenerys taking over, yeah. is to say, uh, what? All right, here's what happened. Sure, Mad King, I was super screwed up from me from from Targaryen PR. Oops, <laughs> that's a, that's our bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, we can understand why everybody got upset. And we understand that Robert Baratheon took the Iron Throne. Yes, and since then, it has been corrupted by the Lannisters. They have run an incestual relationship. Who knows at what point uh, Cersei's going to announce that she's pregnant with Jamie's child, yeah. which we find out in this episode. Yeah. So that, it, that'll be out in the open, right? It won't even be a secret that they are, that, that, you know, they are an, an, an incestuous couple. So, there is now, since Robert died, there have been no Baratheons on the throne. Mm. The throne, for all intents and purposes, is empty. So, here's my claim. I'm Daenerys Targaryen. I am the rightful heir of the Targaryen line. And, go ahead and check out my buddy Gendry. He is the actual in uh, line for the Baratheon throne as the only bit of Baratheon blood left alive because Cersei murdered all the bastards. And he's gonna say, "You want to know what? You deserve it." And she can take the iron. She can take the Iron Throne because now the Baratheon line has willingly given it up, and she has the best claim for it, unless Jon realizes that he has a better claim.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because he
1: is actually the son, and not the sister right. of Rhaegar.
0: Right, right, right. So, here's my question: If if this show ends up with that scenario, Genry sits there and she says, you're the rightful heir to this throne. He says, but you're my queen. And he kneels to her and now she gets the iron throne. yip de doo And then what happens? John is still Lord of the North. He's King of the North. Uh, we established that as, a, as, a, as hardcore rules. Uh, he is, that is a kingdom up there. And we are now friends and we work together. And, and, and we've wiped out the, the White Walkers all together and everything's great. That's a little disappointing if that's where things end up. I kind of don't... I don't think
1: that's where... I do not think that's where we're going,
0: nor do I think that all of these people will
1: survive to the end. I think that we are going to get a major character's death uh, at the end of this season, and I don't think that they will all survive into the end of of next season. Uh,
0: Okay, so let's say that that's all true. Let's settle settle into a more uh, on-the-ground conflict happening right now, which is who's fooling who and who is stealthing who between Littlefinger and Arya? And... What that's all about. Because uh,
1: Littlefinger is leading Aria by the nose. Yeah. Uh good at, at spying, but she is not Littlefinger good at spying. Uh he has set this trail of breadcrumbs so that she will find what she found, which is the note for Littlefinger to come and uh to come and and help them take the uh help them take the castle. Who knows exactly how if this is the exact copy of it, but effectively it shows that what Arya suspected, that her sister is now just playing the game. You know, uh, Daenerys uh, spoke again about the idea of breaking the wheel, right, the wheel that is, has is trod over all of us, and that you can take out a Lannister and put in a Stark, and you can take out a Martell and put in a Tyrell, and it's, it, no matter what, the wheel keeps spinning. Mm. And and Daenerys wants to break that system of, of aristocracy. Uh, Cersei and... Uh, what's-her-butt, uh, the older sister, Sansa, Sansa, are just playing the game, like Littlefinger. They mm. they just want to be at the top position of the wheel, mm. and don't care how they stay.
0: But is the note, so here's where I was confused, is that note a real note, or is it a hokey fake note? To- no,
1: I think it's probably real, because uh, she's going to bring that to Sansa, and Sansa's going to have to admit it. And mm. so now, what, what Littlefinger? Remember when Littlefinger was watching Arya just like uh, school Brienne, like one of the best swords people in in Westeros. Yeah. That look on on uh, Littlefinger's face was like, I need to get the f out of here <laughs> because if those two are close, yeah. if Sansa and Arya are close, Littlefinger's done. Yeah. He's over. because at some point he's gonna try and pull some slick stuff, and Arya just gonna stab him in the eye while he sleeps, and that'll be it going to be game over. Mm. So yep. he is trying to do now is make sure that Sansa A doesn't have a, a support system. She already feels a little friction with John. Yeah. And she was yeah. indulging a little bit of her ego in that meeting, as Arya pointed out, that, you know, she kind of likes. She's not yelling at the people that are like, you should be our queen. Like, she's like, no, stop, stop. You should stop saying that. Stop. Uh, and Aria got on her, on her case for that. But if she is alone, then she is Littlefinger's. Yeah. If she has a support system, then she is not. Yeah. And that's Littlefinger's game.
0: But what's his, what's his end game? What's his goal? Littlefinger's game is as it always
1: has been, which is to be close enough to power. We have no idea whether or not Littlefinger knows about John's heritage. Yeah. If he does, then he knows that at a certain point when everything is at its ripe moment, he will announce Jon Snow as the king of Westeros. Mm -hmm. He championed Jon Snow for that in a way that it will be hard for Jon Snow to say no to. Mm -mm. But to do that, he needs to be in control of the Stark family. And to do that, he needs
0: to be in control of Sansa. Yeah. All right. I get it. I hate him so bad. I get it, though. I freaking hate him, though. I just want her to be like, uh, he's the biggest weasel in the history little, of television. Little wiener film. dick. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> he's a little wiener dick. All right. Fair enough. Uh, the, the the hound. He saw, vis- yeah. the, he saw visions in the fire. Does that mean uh, that was in the previous episode? And now yeah. he's walking up here. He knows something needs to be done about these White Walkers, I guess. Uh, I never quite know what his motivations are, but um, do you? Does this mean he's now a believer in the Lord of Light because he saw stuff in the fire? And the preview next week shows that fire dude. Uh, he gets another flame sword out of the deal. So are we? Yeah. Is he like a you know? He's one of the guys now, man. He's a man without banners, I guess.
1: Uh, brother without banners. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that that was more. They're setting up their little Magnificent Seven, Lord of the Rings kind of kind of gang of uh, you know ragtag a holes who, you know they they are they are the 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 guardians of the galaxy of the north basically <laughs> like, uh and and he is the drunken Drax.
2: Mm.
1: All right. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, do I think that he is a devout, pious uh, follower of the Lord of Light? No. Mm. Uh, do I think that? I mean, remember the Hound is basically always been a man of purpose like he needs purpose in his life he uh served the lannisters and that was purpose and until he ran off and even then he needed purpose he found purpose with aria he found purpose with uh the monks right and now he's found purpose with the brothers without banners he feels lost when he is alone he feels like he is doing something when he's with people uh even though he is defensive he, he needs people more than he wants to need people
0: right that makes sense i'm really fascinated to see where they go with him we have a caller on the line this is not denise not denise what's up
2: good it's peter
0: oh hey peter oh well you're also not denise how are you peter yeah
1: i'm good uh just a couple things it's was papa tarly not grandpa tarly and dick on after they got blazed by uh the dra- dragoon or whatever the dragon's name is all that was left was a little pile of ash yeah maybe that's why they weren't searching for Jamie because he was like that close to getting burned by the fire. And with uh, Braun rescuing him, maybe no one saw the rescue and just thought, well, he's, he's dust now.
0: Well, it could be, except later on, hmm, they don't really address it because later on, uh, uh, Tyrion goes back to King's Landing with the express intent of meeting with his brother. So he seemed to by that. I
1: I think I think that's that's one of those scenes we would have seen in a larger season, right? Where Mm -hmm. where we address that. But that's chalk chalk that up to yeah, and it also takes three days to get from you know Storm's End to King's Landing, and yet they got there in a day in, in, in five and a half minutes.
0: Yeah. No, that's entirely possible. So all right. Or rather impossible. But uh if that's the case uh that he you know that he they knew he got away or whatever it did seem a little strange they could just wash up on the side of that river over there and chat for a bit and then get out of there and then i don't know how they got back there's no horses like this compression is kind of causing me a few problems it's mostly well, they
1: they were they were around king's landing remember that they had they had moved the gold into king's landing before the attack happened so they were not far away from king's landing
0: okay so they're I mean, that's maybe my problem is I don't, maybe I need somebody, to, maybe there is one. I need a map. I need to know where everybody was coming from and going from. Or maybe I don't because it'll just piss me off that everybody's got teleportation powers.
1: It, well, it, it certainly kind of violates or compresses the logic that the, that the show has set up, which is that, you know, to get from Winterfell to King's Landing takes three episodes, and now it takes five seconds. And that's, and that's you know, again, this is just the price. This is the tax we have to pay to get this much story in. Because yeah. it's a big, world-spanning story, and uh, we are just going to go hither and none. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, as far as uh, the way things were left, we got Samuel Tarley taken off. He doesn't want to work at the Jim at the Broadbent school of uh, sitting around reading shit. He doesn't want to do that. Anymore. Yeah. So, he hops in a cart, him, uh, what's-her-name, and his baby. Or the baby. Yeah. Uh, so, they're off to where? I, that wasn't clear to me. Where are they going? King's Landing. We do not know, but we probably assume the north. Okay. Uh, because that is where he
1: knows that the Army of the Dead is coming. Unless he's going to King's Landing to plead as a Maester for everybody to take it seriously. He might be on the the rambling roadshow to pitch, you know, the fact that this is this is a major problem because that's what he wanted
0: the Maesters to do.
1: Yeah, but he, he wanted have his... the Maesters to say, "Look, the Army of the Dead is real. Y'all need to get on this." now he
0: doesn't have his chains or anything now what's he gonna go up there with his freaking crap robe and go yo listen up this is bad y'all should pay attention they're gonna be like whatever dude you're worse than that uh f- who's that guy the sparrow guy <laughs> you you don't have no. anything you know so i well, don't know I
1: mean, he's got he's got the receipts right he's got the books
0: <laughs> yeah they're receipts of a sort i suppose uh all right Glass. There's a question I, yeah. I, I like asking these logistics questions. They found this yeah. huge deposit. They've been mining them. Now, yeah. now what? <laughs> they put Genji, not Genji, Genry in charge of Genji's and Heroes of the Store and uh, Overwatch. Uh, do they yeah. put him in charge of, like making a bunch of swords? And who's in charge of that? Because John Snow's like, oh, I got to go maybe back up north. Who's doing it? He
1: survives the North. Yeah. Then maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe he's the Sergeant at Arms. He's forging all these weapons.
0: I'm just saying they're spinning a lot of plates, man. It's going to be hard to track which one needs to keep spinning, which one's done, or whatever. Well, here, all right, here's, here's the big simple thing.
1: Number one, what we are looking at now is a, a potential, if not probable, suspension of hostilities between Cersei Lannister and Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. They are now, there is now a formal, uh, a, a formal extension. Back-channel talks have begun between the two parties, and both seem amenable to the idea that they need to send people to the north to fend off the Night King before Mm -hmm. they deal with uh, each other. Okay, okay. Now, Cersei is very excited about this because it means that if even just for a couple weeks, she won't be kicked out of King's Landing. Mm. So that's why she allows Bronn to set up the meeting
0: between Jaime and Tyrion. I still don't know how she knew about that. I know it's a fun to say, you think anything happens in this town I don't know about, which is like the biggest, oldest trope of all time. But yeah. how? How did she know? She doesn't know. How would she know? I mean, Braun might be loyal to her. You never know.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's probably true. That dude's got you no know? loyalty except who's going to promise him the most gold and biggest castle. That's kind of his deal. Sure. I love him, uh, but yeah.
1: But we see the first interaction between Tyrion and Jamie. Yeah uh we we understand that there might be a scene in this season that puts everybody in the same room and you know or everybody in the same field we're going to see Tyrion and Cersei going back and forth one more time mm. uh which will be awesome mm. but we know that Cersei can't be trusted and Cersei will literally do anything to retain power and do anything to uh continue on but You know, we have also seen that Jamie, (laughs) Jamie saw Jamie took one look at that dragon and was like, "Ah, all right, either I'm going to end the war or I'm going to die. let's go (laughs) rolling the dice. Let's (laughs) flip this coin, baby. Yeah, he was totally cool with a 50 50 chance of just cashing out right there. Just flowing out like ash in the wind,
0: how he how he ends up is really fascinating. Like, I don't. I feel like there's there's going to be some poetic. He's the he's the king he's the king slayer again, uh, or the what what's he called? What do they call him? Not the king slayer. Yeah, yeah king slayer. Yeah. But he's basically a traitor. Uh, you know. To the well,
1: people. I mean, he put the mad king out of his misery before he was
0: able to burn the entire city. Right, but they called him something. I forgot what traitor? they called him. No. Ugh. Whatever it is. Anyway, Kingslayer, let's say Eggs that. of Grey. I be-
1: mean, he's definitely an a-hole for pushing a kid out of a window and trying to kill him because <laughs> yeah. he saw him boning his sister. But, like, yeah, but
0: you could, that- Some have made the argument that um, in, a, in a world filled with mystical fate, perhaps that was a needed step in Bran's uh, adventure. Like, he, he needed to be crippled to one day become the great three-eyed raven. And uh, I, I've heard that argument. I don't like that argument, you know. but I've heard it. You know. all right
1: so we have what how many episodes
0: left uh, two episodes Two. Oh, hold on let's take a quick call Taurus the dev are you there
2: yeah I'm here guys how are you I'm this is good. Andres from Seattle
0: oh yeah hey how's it going man
2: yeah no bad how are you
0: good good what's on your mind
2: so um regarding Cersei what I want to happen because hopefully she's gonna die but how I want this to happen is I want Arya to cosplay as either Tommen or Joffrey Oh, wow. And mess up with her. All right, so
0: like show up so, in a in her like queen's room or something as Joffrey and say, "Mother."
2: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or or had had the father. I mean, I haven't decided which one I would prefer. I think Joffrey, because oh. I think that's the one that you know literally set her on fire uh, for the last uh, season. But would that um, only? But
0: would it, wouldn't that only just make her think she's going nuts and it wouldn't really do anything, right? You need somebody who's who's alive well, now that could really like, turn the-
1: things theoretically. Uh, Aria would kill her after she did it, right? So yeah, you yeah that, that's her. the idea.
2: I'm not just saying yeah, hello, I'm Joffrey, and then I'm going but, you know, just before she dies I want her to see that picture of her son actually killing her. I think that would be poetic in a really bad, sad way, but then again, I'm Greek, right? So I'm thinking of these things. So. Yeah, Greek tragedy, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so <laughs> so maybe, sure. I mean, I I feel like Jamie's going to have a role in that whatever it is. It may not be the sword that does it, but I think that Cersei's there's some poetic use of him being the queen slayer as well and, and doing it because she finally turns on him. Like he's already her toy. Like he just, as much as he's, you know, his own guy and has his own ideas and thinks he's tough and all that. We've seen him in the last few seasons leading up to this, really since he was captured, lost his hand slowly, but surely uh, his worldview has changed and I don't think he's going to be Mr. Nice guy at the end or anything like that, but he's definitely not in the place he was when he was a cocky swarthy push, oh, yeah. push a kid out the window kind of guy
2: oh yeah he's a uh, hair toy literally and figuratively um, um but um another thing that crossed my mind is um did you, did you see the trailer for the next episode that's not spoiler but it shows one of the white walkers yeah and uh am i the only one that thinks that he looks like um brand or do i want him to look like brian I'm not quite sure, but I think he looks a little bit like.
0: You Bran. mean the Night King with the with the horns on his head and that that guy? N-
2: yeah, not the, so in the trailer, not the one sitting on the horse, yeah. but the one next to him, The one walking. Yeah, that's yeah, right.
0: I think that's the Night King. I don't know. I, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever thought about it, but they do kind of have a resemblance. I guess looks a little like brian mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Sure, why not? Right. I don't know who it is. I think it's gonna it's gonna be Data from Star Trek, and the whole thing's gonna go crap <laughs> from there. Uh-uh. Uh, anyway yeah no so you were saying we have how many left uh, we got a few left yeah two two
1: left two, two left, two left. Uh, uh, next episode the- is death is the enemy and then the final episode of the season episode 67 in total seventh episode will uh, air on august 27th title tba
0: okay so okay. let's see seven yeah seven six isn't titled either uh clearly we're spending some time up in the north because the photo promo photo they're using is the night king walking around although that could just be because they Oh get no it no, no no
1: no the 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 episode next week is Death
0: is the Enemy. Oh. No this one's not they don't have it named for some reason on IMDb. Only,
1: on Wikipedia, my friend yeah. everything's
0: on Wikipedia. That's true. People are weird over there. Uh all right. So let's say they get there and it's a big hanger cliffhanger deal. I don't know what that is but whatever it is. Can they really in the next seven? Was it seven episodes after that? Another seven or six, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, seven or eight. I think. How do they? How do they sew, How are they going to sew this up satisfactorily? How is it possible? Aren't we looking oh. at the impossible thing that's not going to work? Like, how can it be done? No. no, come on, everybody's close
1: enough to figure it out. Sure, Cer- uh, Daenerys has an army. She could storm King's Landing tomorrow, but she's not for plot reasons. Uh so Cersei has now earned the the uh the help of the Iron Bank. So yeah. the Iron Bank is now at her back. That evens up a lot. So really what she needs to do is stall for time.
2: Yeah. Which is what she's doing. Yeah.
1: So now uh you have all the ingredients and they're not far away from each other. There are two main gigantic plot things left. Who will will they defeat the White Walkers? And who sits on the Iron Throne once they do. Mm. So, those are the two big questions, and I don't think we're I don't think we're more than seven episodes away from that. Really,
0: for a show that feels so protracted, it feels so like we're not ready for this. I
1: mean, but but you got to understand this new this new way that they're doing
0: it, where it's just going so fast. Yeah. You know, if
1: you eliminate all travel, then yeah, it's pretty quick. I mean, remember, Brianne and Jamie spent an entire season on the road. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that was a whole thing that yeah. they did together.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Uh, and and now that would not happen. They would just kind of show up in King's Landing together being like, man, that was great. I guess we're kind of friends now.
0: Yeah. There's no way the book looks like this, does it? I mean, the book would be so full of more stuff. It has to.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the book,
0: uh, I mean, who knows what the book's doing and who knows if he ever finishes it, but let's assume he does. If assuming he does, it's going to be way more padded than this. Uh, You know, well, the books already got a lot of
1: like, they got fake Rhaegars and they got, uh, you know, they got all sorts of crazy crap in there that they don't have in the, uh, they got Lady Stoneheart wandering around like, you know. Oh, uh, I forgot
0: to say this. When Littlefinger mentioned Lady Stark, thanks you or something to the, to the maester guy at the door, yeah. I kind of for a hot second went, is he talking about Lady Stoneheart and is he working with her somehow for revenge things? Like, that's what I was thinking. No,
1: about. I think that that's gone. And, and the reason why I think it's gone is uh, I read an interview with George R. R. Martin over the weekend and he said that that was the biggest complaint he had with the show is that they cut Lady Stoneheart. Mm. And I can understand why they did it because uh, I think that they wanted to save they wanted to make John's death a bigger thing mm-hmm. when he came back. Uh, and you couldn't, if you had previously introduced that another Stark had been brought back to life, you would also have to now answer for the fact that John was kind of the same guy, uh, where Lady Stoneheart clearly was this demented version mm-hmm. of herself after suffering such horrors. Mm. You know. Yeah, it's complicated.
0: Uh, I can totally see that.
1: So I, I can see why they did it, but I, we're, we're not getting Lady Stoneheart, and we're not getting fake Rhaegar.
0: <laughs> no we're not but but the, the books i'm curious about because this is so crunched i just have to imagine the book is a way different affiliate.
1: No, the books are going to be seven billion w- pages each and uh they're all going to just be three thousand pages each are going to be people singing the bear and the maiden fair <laughs> and uh the rest will be food descriptions <laughs> and they'll come out in 2057 uh, when somebody creates an ai that can actively write and finish George R. R. Martin's work. <laughs> That's more to read the
0: books. Yeah, and also, I you know, hats off to Wise and Benanoff for figuring out a way to compress this in a way that is you know one of the coolest shows in ever in seven seasons. Like it, they. they I didn't. mean, yeah,
1: it's it it goes from it's going from classical to punk rock. Uh, you know, in terms of the tempo, which is fine, but you know, it is it is different. I I'm I'm enjoying the holy hell out of it though. Like it, it is uh, yeah, I- yeah, if yeah. anything it's like I would be annoyed with it if they were skipping so fast to give us nonsense, but like again, when they have to cram in sideways like like hey, I'm just reading in this book that Rhaegar got it as marriage and no, Like shut up. Uh that's it. That's <laughs> the only little tidbit we get. It's like when they got to jam that in, like just for laughs, like, yeah, it's like, man, you are overstuffing this episode. I mean, come on. How many moments in this episode would have been the high point of another of, of, of any average episode where like, oh, yeah, Tyrion and Jaime meeting for the first time could oh. have been its own the ending of its own episode. Yeah. Not only right? that,
0: not only that, but the battle on the at the river uh, previous episode that that would have ended a season. Like that would have been like a, the final. Let's spend all our money in a season, and they did a bunch of that last year too, but not nearly, not nearly like this. Like that. In fact, I thought that episode was real quiet right up until the end. I went, "Oh, okay, here we go," and we're nowhere near any sort of finale for this past. I also,
1: season. I had this very very frustrating moment
0: because months
1: ago mm. I confess to you, now Father Johnson, mm. that I did I did sin. <laughs> I looked and thine mine eyes looked upon spoilers for this season.
0: Whoa. Unconfirmed spoilers for this season. Have those panned out? Have they come come to fruition so far?
1: They hadn't until I uh they mentioned that they were going to go bring a, a, a dead person to King's Landing. Yeah. Which makes me think that the larger spoiler that was part of that set might indeed be true, which I will not even hint around so I don't sully anybody listening to this.
2: Mm.
0: A dead person to King's Landing. Uh, well,
1: like, like what, basically what they said, that they are going to bring a, a, an army of the dead, a soldier of the army of the dead down to King's Landing to prove to Cersei that it's real. Right. So that's what they're up there doing in this next episode. But there is still something that could happen that would totally change the tide of the season that I know that I will not say. But I will say that if it does happen, it will be all anybody can talk about until the next Game of Thrones.
0: Whoa, really? Now you have me curious. I may have to ask you offline what this is because I don't I'm not as worried about spoilers as other people are. I actually kinda want to know. I mean if it's just you you are here. You you know what? You type yes, you type type it to me. I'm
1: going to text you, I'm gonna text you something. Yeah. And you just react.
0: All right, you do it. This is how we're gonna end things, guys. This is how this one goes out. By the way, while he's doing this, a reminder right after this, heading into a game stream looks like Blizzard's store is down, and I can't buy StarCraft 1, so we may be playing something else, but anyway, that's coming right up as soon as we hang up All here. Right. All right. Did you send it? Okay. Oh, my. Really? 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 If these are to be believed. Really? Oh, I could say something right now that might give it away, so I won't, but no, I won't even say that. Let's just say I like fantasy. That won't give anything away. See you next week. See you next week, everybody, right here on Hotline Monday. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program.